Welcome to the Loud Whisper Reignite Your Voice podcast. Your healing space gives you hope and inspiration to be more connected to yourself, to reignite your voice and become the best version of who you are. I am your host, Isabel Tron. I'm a transformational and spiritual coach. See, I believe the most important knowledge one must obtain is the knowledge of self, to know who you are to the core of your being. Get all the inspiration you need, the results you want, and the success you desire with Loud Whisper Reignite Your Voice podcast. So with further ado, I hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Loud Whisper podcast. Your healing space gives you hope and inspiration to become more connected to yourself, move to a higher consciousness, reignite your voice, and discover who you are. I am your host, Isabel Drawn. I am very passionate about this space, helping people heal from mind, body, and spirit. Today, I'm very excited, extremely excited, because I have an amazing guest with us, Sarah Gogging-Young. Sarah is an attorney turned life coach who uses a refreshing and unique combination of mindset, nutrition, and fitness to help you transform into your best self. She has overcome many challenges, including six knee operations, addiction, and divorce. Using the modalities above, Sarah transformed her own life, developed her power to believe toolbox, let go of negative mindset, and started crushing her goals. Sarah's mission is to help you regain your power to believe in your life, love, and your very best. I am extremely excited. Thank you so much for joining me this morning, Sarah. How are you? I'm wonderful, Isabel, and I am more excited to be here. I'm honored to be here. We were introduced by one of our friends, Christy, and the connection has been great. And I just love your mindset. I love your story. So I thought it was just fitting with this platform that I use for you to be able to um, talk about mindset. I know you do a lot of coaching on mindset. And also tell us a little bit about your life so people can hear about you and just hear about the tools that you have and how you coach your clients with mindset. And before I start, I know you you have favorite statements. So I'll say those. You said one of my favorite statements, our thoughts create our words, our words create our actions, our actions create our habits, our habits create our character, our character creates our destiny. I love that. So without further ado, I hope you enjoy today's episode. And welcome again, Sarah. So let's talk about mindset. What is mindset? Mindset is about basically is everything and how you are, whatever your mindset is at any second is how you are going to show up and how you're going to show up in life is Mm -hmm. how you are going to either stay stuck Mm -hmm. or succeed. Mm, Perfect. So how can a person retrain their brain? to make a change in their life by changing their thoughts. Just like that, the quote that you said that I live by Mm -hmm. our thoughts, create our words, our words, create our actions, our actions, create our habits, our habits, create our character and our character determines our destiny. So my story myself, I'm a perfect example of exactly that, which is why I love being in this space and I want to share with other people. I had no idea that you were able to change the thoughts in your head 
no clue. I used to think, wow, if anybody had these thoughts, if anybody was in my head, they would understand, you know, how hard it is. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until so two times in my life, I've had my foundation ripped out from underneath me and Mm. the course of my life drastically changed. And this quote I exemplify everything in this quote. The first time was, um, it's all about mindset. The first time I grew up in a home. Is it okay if I share a little bit about oh, Absolutely. Story? Yes. Okay. Yes. I, 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 on this podcast, and that's why it's called the healing space, besides just teaching people and um, guiding people through tools to help the mind, body, and spirit, the best way to connect and the best way for people to understand is we like to hear people's stories, right? So absolutely go ahead. Tell us about your okay. story. And I think that's what speaks the most because that's what moves me the most is the challenges that I've been through to be able to let people know that you don't have to stay in the story of mm-hmm. your challenge. You can change the, the most powerful muscle in your, in your body, which is your brain. I grew up in a home in Oak Park River Forest, and my parents had a, they had a terrible marriage. It was, it was toxic in our home. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of anger and dysfunction. And I know there's dysfunction in every family, right? Mm-hmm. This is just mine. And I did not have a good relationship at my, with my mother, there was abuse and I am one that doesn't like being pushed back. So I fight back. Mm -hmm. And there was a lot of tension and, and adversity between myself and my mother. Mm -hmm. And I never really healed from that. So the, the thing that came into my life that healed me first was movement swimming. I was grounded my whole first semester of high school. My dad said, you can swim or you can play field hockey. And I chose to swim and in swimming, I learned how to get out of my head, connect to my soul and empower Mm. my life. And that is what my mission is. When we're in our bodies, we're in Mm. present time. So that was a way for me to ground. It was a movie meditation. It was also a way for me to place a goal, set up a plan with my coach and execute it and achieve it. And I went on to get great rewards from swimming. I entered high school, not knowing how to do a flip turn. I exited high school as an All-American and being recruited from all around the United States. Mm -hmm. I went on to swim at Arizona State and was on track for NCAAs in the Olympic trials. And I blew my knee out, a division one scholarship athlete, and my whole identity was gone. Mm. So... Our thoughts create our words, our words create our actions, our actions create our character, and our character determines our destiny. Those thoughts, all the dysfunction from my childhood, the pain and the thoughts that I never dealt with, that I wasn't enough to receive my mother's love, Mm. coupled with this sense of failure. You know, the accident wasn't my fault, but I created a story in my head that I failed because I, I didn't reach my goal of making Olympic trial cuts. And those two coupled together left me with so much pain inside. I did not know how to do anything, but try and feel better. Mm. And in doing that, I used all the wrong methods. I let all the anxiety, all the overwhelm, all the fear, all those limiting self-beliefs take over and I did the only thing that I knew how to stop that pain by using drugs and alcohol. That 
was the only way that I knew self-medication was the only way that I knew how to stop hurting so bad. For how many years did you use drug and alcohol to numb yourself? 10, 10 years. What happened in your life that you said, this is it. I can't do this anymore. Cause I know we all hit rock bottom. I know I've hit my own rock bottom and that's when my life changed. Cause I got tired of uh, sick and tired of being sick and tired. You know, my heart was heavy. I just, I wasn't happy. So when did you hit rock bottom and you said to yourself, I can't live like this anymore. And what did you do from that point to even start moving into the direction of making a change in your life? Because it's not easy. And as you mentioned, right, it's trauma from the time you were a little girl. So we carry all that through the years. It becomes our identity. And that's all we know. Mm -hmm. So how do you shift that? How do you shatter all that trauma or begin to shatter? Because it never ends. I always say life is a journey. How do you begin to break through that trauma? I know listening to you and some of the things that you've written, you said, I am broken and beautiful and you own these terms, right? So explain to our audience and explain to us, when did you hit rock bottom and how did you take the first step. I remember the exact moment. It was a moment of clarity and it was exactly what you said. I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. And it was a beautiful morning. It was Mm -hmm. sunny. And I had, I actually had blinds just like this in the house I was in and they weren't open this wide, but they were slightly open so that the sun was streaming into my face. I was laying in my bed and I was not, I was laying diagonal. I wasn't even laying correctly. I was sprawled out on the king size bed and Mm -hmm. I woke up and I could feel the sun on my face and I was crying. I hadn't even opened my eyes and Mm -hmm. I was crying because I did not want to get up. Mm. I did not want to live. I didn't want to kill myself, but I didn't, I did, I was heavy and exhausted and tired and in pain. And I didn't want to get up. Yeah. And so at that moment, mm-hmm. one of the tools that I teach that I work with women, other women, I called on faith. Yeah. I couldn't do it. I yeah. could not do it, Isabel. Yeah. I, I couldn't do it myself. And I prayed. That and I don't. That just gave me chills because that was me. <laughs> <laughs> that just gave me chills. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, not at all. When I talk about faith, I don't care who anybody believes in. Mm. It does not matter to me. I was raised Catholic. So I choose to call my, my higher power God, but whether it's energy or source or Buddha or Jesus or God, or whoever it Mm -hmm. is Mm -hmm. to believe in something outside yourself, to believe in something more powerful than yourself. And I asked for help. Yeah. And again, I hadn't even opened my eyes and the tears are streaming down my face. And I said, God, please, help me do your will, not mine, Mm. because my will wasn't working. Yeah. And then I got up and I made an appointment and I went into rehab and I started step by step by step rebuilding my life. Because at one point, you know, someone had said to me, a therapist had said to me, Sarah, why don't you just, let's just not drink for this week. And I looked at her and I said, wait, do you mean like Friday and Saturday also? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> literally like it was like, what are you talking about yeah. here look like, are we talking about wednesday thursday whoa now we're at friday like do you yeah. mean that you know and it was yeah. so, it was inconceivable to me and that was 18 years ago 
I haven't picked up or I don't even think today about drinking or using like I didn't know it was possible. And at that moment, I did everything asking outside myself for something to help me get to the place that I am today. Yeah, faith is really powerful. And I like when you said believing in something, I always say you have to believe in something bigger than yourself. Yes, to light up that power to believe within yourself, Mm. you know, through putting myself back together. And again, so I got sober 18 years ago. After I got sober, I had two beautiful children who have never seen me altered to be able to raise them in the whole time I was um, putting my life back together, there was still something that wasn't making sense. And seven years ago was when the second time the trajectory of my life changed. I realized that my own marriage was toxic, Mm. that my own marriage, this was my life was not making sense. What I thought I was building, the dream that I thought I was building Mm -hmm. wasn't. Mm. And so that's hard. (laughs) It's very hard. And a lot of people experience it. Like, you know, at some point in life, a lot of us, including myself, you're like, whoa, what's going on here? But that's hard to actually Mm -hmm. realize and say, this is not it. And and know that, you know what, I'm no longer am I going to settle? No longer am I going to put up with things that aren't serving me? Yeah. And at that point, I completely, I had called a girlfriend and she came over and she looked at me because there's always an issue, right? There's always, there's always the straw that broke the camel's back. And I was dealing with the straw and she looked at me and she said, Sarah, this is your gift. Mm. This is your gift. You get to do whatever you want. And I don't do anything big, Isabel. (laughs) So I didn't just you get I to completely. write your story. You get to write your story. You get story. to write your story and you yeah. get to choose where you want to live, who you want to be, who you want to surround yourself with. That was seven years ago. And I completely 100% started over. I took the kids and we moved. I had, I changed career paths. I no longer wanted to be in law. I only wanted to bring in health and wellness. Mm -hmm. So I changed careers. I changed homes. I changed communities. I changed um, schools. I changed neighborhoods. I changed everything. And at that moment I sat down again with faith and I prayed and I said, I ended up moving to a different neighborhood where I now live and, and am thriving. And I noticed this beautiful neighborhood and people are walking and laughing. And, and I thought to myself, this is another moment of clarity. I missed the memo. What, what did I miss? Mm -hmm. I want to be like them. Yeah. Carefree and happy and joyful. And, and my life isn't right now. Mm-hmm. And I got still and I got out of my head and I connected to my soul, to my heart. And the message came, my heart is pure. I can be that way. I just have to learn how. Yeah. And yeah. so that's when I hired my own. Again, I don't do anything small. So yeah. I didn't hire one life coach. I hired four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I learned and I started to rebuild myself physically. I started to swim again because movement is Mm -hmm. the thing that gets me out of my head immediately and makes me feel strong and raises my confidence. I started to take care of my, I had been taking care of my body, supplementing, but really paying attention to me, changing that mindset, which is how we started, started this conversation. Every time our, you know, our brains are wired to go negative. 
This right. is all, so I learned pro- all this science. Yeah. And to protect us. Yes. Yeah. Constantly our brain is there to protect us. Yeah. And that's why even when you mentioned saying that you moved, it may seem simple, but people don't realize that you can't heal in the environment that broke you. No. You know what? I didn't even put those two together. Mm-hmm. I just knew from here I had to be somewhere else. Mm. I started doing this. When you have one thought, do you ever just have one negative thought? Yeah. You do? It starts as one. It starts as one. And then what happens? It compounds. Yes. 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 And these thoughts go. And then 10 minutes later, your brain is like, oh my God, oh my God. And just, and you know, what's amazing is once that happens for me, I feel it in my body. Oh, totally. Where do you feel it? Tell me, where do you feel it? Your back. Right up, yeah. By my neck, upper, like right by my neck, upper back here, right by my neck. I feel it. Even when I'm stressed, it, it just tenses out. And then my shoulders. Yeah. Then I have a hunch, a hunch back. Yeah. Yeah. You're not standing no. tall and proud. No. You're, no. you're yeah. ripping. Right. Yeah. And, and I, I can, I feel it kinesthetically. I feel in my body too. And it like related to colors, I, you know, I love this shirt and the bright colors, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When I'm stuck in a negative thought and it triggers an end and I'm thinking, well, I'm, you know, that person did this and this person did this. And I can't believe I feel that boom, boom, boom. Uh, my world gets darker and I feel negative, but I can feel inside. Like I start to feel mean. Mm. Does that make sense? Like yes. I start to feel edgier and mm-hmm. I want to react and I want, and I feel the opposite of joy. Yeah. Um, and, and it's, a, and now that I've shifted so, so many times and learned how to shift from that space into a space of joy, or mm-hmm. at least in a space of productivity. Yeah. Um, when I start to feel that my head starts to hurt and I feel it in my belly, in my heart, Your in my heart. back, I started doing this. I took my fingers and I tap my head every single time I learned that you can turn these thoughts around okay. that thoughts are on a pattern. You have one thought, like we mm-hmm. said, and then you have another one and another one and another one. And they start to, and you start to spiral just like a tornado. Okay. What we need is a chink, something to come in, stop, unravel the thoughts, pick a thought of gratitude and focus on the thought of gratitude where focus goes, energy flows. Yes. So that's, I had to go so basic as well. Like I, that's it. Mm-hmm. The negative thoughts would come. I'd feel it in my body immediately take my hand and I'd snap, I'd tap my uh, forehead, which did what that stopped me, grounded me. I'd pick a thought of gratitude and I'd focus on it, mm. whatever it was. It's sunny outside. I love that I have a soft pillow to lay my head down. My kids are, I love my kids, whatever gratitude I can think of. And then focus there. First six months, I had a bruise on my forehead because I was every two minutes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Touching your forehead. Touching my forehead. (laughs) But what was I doing? Focusing on a thought of gratitude. When you focus on a thought of gratitude, your thoughts then start going the opposite way and you create new neural pathways. You create new patterns of thinking. And the more you do it, the easier it is to access. And the more you start to think in a positive realm, Mm -hmm. in a positive way, it's just like I realize that our brains are just like our muscles. I mean, they're muscles. 
Yeah. So if I want to build my bicep, how am I going to build my bicep? Repetition. Repetition. Yeah. Can I do it once a week? No. No. Can I do one curl once a day? Yeah. I can, but am I going to get the results that I want? No. I'm going to have to consistently work the bicep. bicep. I had to consistently change those negative thoughts, change those negative thoughts, change those negative thoughts. So Mm -hmm. I use the tools from the four life coaches um, that I worked with and then were certified under and created my own toolbox. And with those tools in my toolbox, it allows me to determine who I am, my foundation and what I stand for. And then when I get knocked out of alignment to get back into alignment Mm -hmm. and then to empower, because I don't simply want to let life happen to me anymore. I am in charge of my life and I want to create. And that's the brilliance of our mind. Amazing. I love it. Do you mind, what is your daily practice? Do you mind sharing with our audience? What three tools that you use daily? Because you know, somebody can be listening right now that I, I get it. I understand. I need to focus on gratitude, but I just feel so stuck right now. What can I do every day? Just three tools that somebody can do just to start. I believe in small steps, you know, just something as small as making a bed to me makes a difference because that gives integrity in itself that nobody's watching you, mm-hmm. but you're taking care of yourself. So do you mind sharing just three tools that somebody can uh, incorporate into their life? I would love to. And I have so many, but, I'm gonna, <laughs> but the first three that came to my mind. Yeah. First, and you and I have talked about this, is your breath. Yes. How are you breathing? So breath is number one. I'm going to take that a little bit further. Whenever you feel stuck, they're called goddess breaths. And I did make up the name, but I am not changing it. <laughs> What is that? What's goddess breath? <laughs> Seven deep goddess breaths is when you inhale through your nose from the soles of your feet and you draw the air all the way up your body. When it gets to your heart, you take a second inhale, mm. tilt your chin back, relax your tongue and an open mouth exhale all the way. The magic is in the exhale. So you inhale, you want to do it with me right now? Yeah, sure. Okay. Okay. Wiggle your booty, roll your shoulders back, Mm -hmm. inhale or raise the crown of head to the ceiling. Okay. And we're going to inhale through our nose and you're going to draw the air all the way up, all the way up the back of your legs, into your hips, all the way up your core. When it gets to your heart, second breath, tilt the chin back, relax, tongue, open mouth, exhale. Yes. Wow. And repeat that seven times. Okay. It takes seven times for your body. When we are stuck, we're in the amygdala. We're in the reactive state. Mm -hmm. Seven deep breaths takes you from the reactive state, the ability to respond in your frontal cortex. So what does that mean? That means it takes seven deep goddess breaths to allow your body the time to let go of that negative emotions. Mm to let go, to give your body space. And then the second tool is the I am statement. The I am statement is the most powerful things that comes out of our mouth. Yes, I totally agree. (laughs) I talk about all the time, the I am, yeah. The I am, how are you talking about yourself? And this is another thing, it's only conditioning. We're not taught 
to speak about ourselves with greatness. We're taught to tell everybody else how beautiful they are, how kind they are, how, how strong and how fierce. But we're not conditioned to tell ourselves that. Yeah. When we start saying it, the I am statement, and talking about ourselves with reverence mm-hmm. and remembering our greatest characteristics, which are in each of us, we say it again. How many times? Once? No. no. Over and over and yeah. over again. Repetition. And I am beautiful and I'm strong, I'm powerful, I'm kind, I'm loving, I'm generous, I'm giving, I'm artistic, I'm creative, I'm fierce, I'm healthy, I'm vibrant, and my favorite is I'm sexy. (laughs) And we say that one two times. Two times. Never forget it. Yeah. I am sexy. I believe in the I am statements. I, I I do believe. And where I got where I got it from is, you know, like how we're talking about everybody believes in a higher power. And I think about how everything that Jesus said about himself, it was always I am. But everything after I am was positive. I am the way I am the light and I am the truth. Mm-hmm. And that's how I do my best <laughs> when I'm talking about myself. I'll, I'll tell you a little story. I was at the doctor's office two days ago and there was a lady in there, real pretty lady. She's looking really good and um, she had lost weight. And I was like, you look amazing. I said, you're gorgeous before and you, you look really good. She said, I'm trying. I looked at her. I said, no, you're not trying. I said, you're doing it. Doing it. She looked at me and she's like, oh, you're right. I said, don't say I'm trying. You've already lost weight. You look amazing. I said, you are doing it because we've been trained that the results that we need to go for is the big thing, mm-hmm. but it's the little small increments. That's what gives you the courage. That's what gives you the will to keep going. Everybody keeps focusing on the end result, right? But it's through the process is where we grow. It's through the process where the courage allows us to keep moving. It's through the process where we unlearn because life is about unlearning. Yeah, I said, no, you are doing it. And for a while, I was there too. Always the end result, the end result, but it kept me really exhausted, right? Mm Because then you reach the goal and then what? But it is the process that allows us to get ourselves from away from addiction, allows us to grow, allows us to love again. It's hard. The process is hard, but every step gives you the will, the power, and the courage to keep going. I love, that's why we're so aligned, the process. process. And if we, that's one of the things that I speak to so often because Everything in life is a process. It everything, is. everything, everything. And if we can enjoy the process, then we're enjoying our life. Because yes. just like you said, if I'm focused on this end result and I find myself there, you guys, all the time, <laughs> Me too. especially <laughs> because I'm a higher achiever, I know where I want to be. I know mm-hmm. how I want to be moving and grooving and do, and I, I have to master the skills in order to get there. 
if I am not enjoying the process, mm-hmm. I'm missing out on this whole part. I'm not going to be happy, joyous, and free over here at the end result if I cannot find happiness in the process. And that is so true. And if you notice a lot of people who are even successful, who have goals and have to do this, mm-hmm. once they reach the goal, it's and then what? Right. So you keep wanting more, you keep wanting more, you keep wanting more. You're ignoring the process. And you know what? I, and so seven years ago, when I had that moment of clarity, when I sat there and I thought, I can do what these people are doing, all I have to do is model them and do what they do. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Just like I did with swimming. So, first and foremost, I put my body back together. I started training and building and getting into shape physically. I didn't tell you that I started racing again. And I came back one and set a world record in the Pan Am Masters. Wow. Um, Yeah. Championships. So I rewrote that. I rewrote, remember the story story. we started with that I was a failure, that I couldn't do it. I rewrote, I got that right out of there. I rewrote that. But rebuilding my life at 44, like is it completely brand new. I yeah. can't even now I'm like, what was I thinking? I was not thinking it, you know, I just went and I kept every time things got hard, which was quite often every time they were <laughs> challenging, I just would sit and I'd go back and I'd remember my swim season. That was when I was the strongest. That was when I was the most joyful. That's when I accomplished the most. Okay. You start the season, you end the season. I never felt good at the beginning of the season. I always came in after a month off. I'm a, I'm over, you know, gained a couple pounds, out of shape. Yeah. That my my lungs are out of shape. My muscles are out of shape. Swimming was painful. So we yeah. had the long course, the aerobic training to get into shape, and it's brutal. And then after a month, you move into short course. Now I have the turns. Now I have the speeds coming back. Now I started lifting and I'm, my muscles are sore, but I'm building strength all the way to the end of the season. And the last four, the, my last race, which is four laps of backstroke, never once did I miss a goal time. And once I achieved that goal time and that euphoria and that joy and all of those feelings that I, that are vibing high because you're at your ultimate high because of what you just did mm-hmm. it. I didn't remember Isabel. I didn't remember the four laps of backstroke. Why do you okay. think that I felt that awesome? Mm. Because of the process. the process, right? That's where you grow. That's where you learn. That's where you become is the process. And people don't like the process because like you said, a lot of down times during the process. Uh-huh. What I've learned is, it's the duality of life. There will always be light. There'll always be dark. You just have to learn to embrace it. Exactly. And know that these dark times, there's light coming at the end of the tunnel. There's always light in the tunnel too, though. Mm-hmm. We just never pay attention to it. And today's when able- you're having a bad day, and something small, something good happens, or even somebody says something nice to you. That's a little bit of light in your tunnel. Yeah. you got to keep going. And focus on those little things, right? Yes. Where focus goes, energy flows. So on those exactly, when you have those glimpses during the dark days, you hold on to those. You got to work. You yeah. have 
You have to develop the skills and developing the skills. Guess what? Isn't easy. No, it takes a new set of brain. It takes a new perspective. It takes, it takes what sets and reps over and over and over again, until you've mastered that skill to, to be able to efficiently get through whatever you're getting through. And the process is always a series of mastering skills, whether it's athletic, whether it's business, whether it's spiritual, whether it's mindset, whether it's anything, it's mastering skills to get to the new level. And when we look at it that way, that, oh my God, I, I can't believe I have to do all this stuff. Think of how I'm going to feel after I master these skills. Yeah. That brings the light in. Mm, I love that. What are two of the greatest lessons that your life has taught you? This is my third tool that I will say when you're stuck. Okay. So we have breath, we have the I am statement, and then we have love. Mm. Can I share with you a little story? Sure. There was one night I got stuck in life happening to me. I'm Mm. a single mom. Not for you. And not for me. Mm -hmm. It was about. I can't remember. Maybe it was about five o'clock at night. Okay. It's cold. It was dark out. I live in Chicago. Mm -hmm. It was snowing and I wanted to swim the next morning. And I was standing at the kitchen. I'm thinking, I got to make the lunches. I have to make, forget the lunches. I got to make dinner. I have to clean up dinner. I have to feed the kids. I have to make the lunches. I have to get them ready for school. I have to do homework. I have to, 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 I have to. If I want to swim, I have to shovel because and I'm what's happening. I'm the thoughts are stacking. I'm spiraling in this tornado. And my son, who's now 13 was, you know, he was, he was about nine at the time. And he, he pulls on my, he could see me spiraling. He pulls on my pant leg and he said, uh, mama, do you think maybe you want to go up and say your prayers? <laughs> oh, <really? laughs> I would say to the kids, I need, I have to go pray. I will be back. I have to change my mindset. And I would go up and read my daily meditations yeah. and breathe. I would breathe. And I would drop out of my head and I would connect to my soul and then I could come back and I could be centered and calm. So here's Ryan going, mama, I think you better go change your mindset, you know? Yeah. So I go upstairs and I, I pulled out my book and I sat down and, and I was reading, it was Jesus calling by Sarah Young, not me, but I love the book. And the thought of the day was, I know every thought that's in your head. I know every action you've ever done. I know every hair on your entire body. And I love you. That is giving me chills. (laughs) I got chills and I'm reading this and I thought, you know, here I am. That was five years ago. So 13 years sober and I'm trying so hard and, and I'm a single mom and I'm trying so hard to to turn my positive mindset around. But God loved me all the time. He loved me when I was a hot mess. He loved me when I was in recovery, when I wasn't in recovery. Yeah. I need to love all of me. Mm. And this is something we're not conditioned to do either. We're taught to tell everyone else else. that we love them. Yeah. Not to tell ourselves. Especially women. Especially women. Yes. Especially women. And I, I heard a voice mm. and the voice said, because I'm here, I'm reading now. Usually I could read, drop into the space, walk outside and carry that serenity with me. Mm-hmm. This time I could feel the chaos right here. And my higher power spoke to me and said, Sarah, stand up. 
and look at yourself in the mirror. And I looked at myself in the mirror and, and my higher power said, no, I mean, really look, look in the at mirror. yourself in the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, totally called me out. I'm yeah. like, what is going yeah. on? Like, look into your eyes. Don't look yes. at your hair, what yes. your body looks like. No, look into your eyes. Been yes. there. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, you know, up in the vanity. And my higher power said, put your hand on your heart mm. and tell yourself that you love yourself. And Isabel, I, I, I couldn't say it at first. I was... <laughs> And the tears are coming down. And it was so hard for me to tell myself mm. that I love myself. Why? I, I tell I tell my kids, I tell my family, I tell my friends, I tell, and love feels so good to give away. I didn't know how to tell myself. And I said it, and the voice said, again, again, and tell yourself you're exactly where you're supposed to be. So here I am saying, I love you, Sarah. I love you, Sarah. I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. And like over and over and over till about the 20th time. And it was like, yeah, I love you. And we got this. And that's one of the things that's one of my missions to have people pour that love within, because when we can love ourselves, all of ourselves, that's when we start to heal. Yes. And that's that when we start to heal because mm-hmm. it's all life is about healing. Mm-hmm. Life is about healing and people can become successful. They can have the highest degree. And I mean, in education, leadership or whatever, they can make a lot of money. But if you don't take the time to heal, the bigger you become, the pain and the trauma grows right with you. And if you don't take the time to recognize, acknowledge, and to pay attention inward mm-hmm. and say, I need to heal myself. That very thing can destroy everything that you've accomplished. Look at me. I'm a, that exact example. I kept waiting, you know, for my mom to say, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, and when I blew my knee out, all of that pain from my childhood came back and it was destroying mm. me. I literally was destroying my life. When I took time to heal, I didn't need my mom to say she, my mother did the best she could yeah. at the time with what she knew. What she, knew. Mm-hmm. she did the best she could with what mm-hmm. she knew. When I took the time to love myself, to heal myself, to tell that little girl, hey, okay. hey, Sarah, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, It wasn't fair. But guess what? Life's not fair. Mm -hmm. And look where you are now. Look what you did and where you are now. That was healing. Mm -hmm. And now today, I I actually have a a very good relationship with my mom and she works with me on my business. Yes. And we've never had that conversation Mm -hmm. about my childhood. So that is. mm -mm. Yeah. Yeah. So that is healing comes from within. We don't need other people to help us heal. We can heal. Mm -hmm. Because other people can't fix you. No. And that is a life lesson too. When you're waiting for other people. Yeah. And we're always waiting for the same people that damaged us to fix us. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody that was telling you, you're not good enough, but that's, yeah, that's deep, but that's really, it's all about healing, all about healing. 
Listen, Sarah, I always like to leave our listeners with a bumper sticker statement or a summary of what you've talked about. So what would your bumper sticker be at this moment? With the power to believe you can achieve. I love it. Say that again. With the power to believe you can achieve. I love it. Thank you so much for joining us today. How would somebody contact you? You can go to my website at saragoggenyoung.com. Sarah, no H. I'm Sarah Goggin on Facebook and Sarah Goggin Young on Instagram. I was hacked on Facebook, so I had to, I had to drop I had to the change it. <laughs> I had to change the name. Or email me at sarah at saragoggenyoung.com. And it's S-A-R-A-G-O-G-G-I-N-Y-O-U-N-G. Thank you so much. Thank for- you sharing the space with me and with our audience. Thank you for your vulnerability. Thank you for sharing your story. I hope it helps somebody out there because that's what life is about. We heal when we share. When we share, we help somebody else heal. Thank you for your courage and thank you for your will. Thank you so much for joining the Loud Whisper podcast. And I want each and every one of you to walk away each week feeling empowered to learn to recognize and listen to your inner voice, to embrace who you are and take action to become the best version of yourself. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you for listening to the Loud Whisper podcast and blessings to you. Thank you for listening to the Loud Whisper Reignite Your Voice podcast. If you enjoyed today's show, subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Please consider leaving a testimonial and review on the different platforms. You can always connect with me through the links in the description of this episode. Thanks again for listening. 